I got the chance to speak today with Douglas Mulhall. He is an environmental health expert. Uh, talked to him several times now about some pretty interesting discoveries when it comes to what's going on inside of our body and new ways. It's actually old ways, but kind of new discoveries about the systems in our body being used to treat diseases in new ways. It's all in being researched currently. Uh, and this week we talked about another aspect of it. Uh, here is Douglas to explain. We're talking about a discovery by researchers at Harvard University looking at a commonly available drug that's able to stop the material that hardens arteries in heart disease. It's one of several major discoveries using what's kind of known as the body's post office, a system that delivers billions of little packages around the body. We're talking about exosomes, and we're going to get into exactly what they are. You can see them or see one behind my guest, Douglas Mulhall. He's an environmental health expert. Douglas, why is this so important, first off? Well, that's easy because patients are getting better, and especially heart patients are getting better when the materials in these exosomes are uh, targeted. Now, several therapies are having this beneficial effect, and the interesting thing is they're, they're actually reversing the damage that's caused by heart disease. Now, some of this has been done by targeting these little particles, and some has been done just by accident, and they're beginning to discover later that they've actually had impacts on these particles. Now, the discovery at Harvard University, which is not, this one is not in the clinic yet, but it's, it's quite amazing. Um, a team led by Professor Elena Ikoa, uh, out of Harvard. They have a very big lab at Harvard. They've been working on this for many, many years, and she's a real leader in this field, um, have found, as you said, that a commonly available and affordable drug has actually been targeting the material in these exosomes that causes your arteries to harden. It's known as calcification. And there's one or two specific proteins that actually trigger uh, this hardening. And so what they did was they did a computerized screening of all of these existing drugs to see what would inhibit these particular uh, proteins. And the pro proteins I'm referring to, uh, and I'm gonna uh, review this in just a moment, are, are right behind me here. So they went through all these drugs with their computers programs and found, guess what? That this drug inhibits those. So this is, this is going to be a fantastic breakthrough. There's a Japanese uh, company that's working on it right now. And it's a concrete example of what happens when you can target these particles in a disease like uh, heart disease. And there are hundreds of clinical trials going on right now that actually directly involve these exosomes. So it's not just heart disease. It's everything from cancer to kidney disease. Okay, and you mentioned a commonly available drug. I was curious what that is. Ah, well, uh, I don't want people going out, running out buying this because it hasn't been tested yet on, on heart disease in patients, but it's known as niclosamide and it's a, um, oddly enough, it's an antiparasitic drug. Uh, that's been is safe and has been used for years. Hey, no one figured it out, you know, and then this team found it uh, this way, but no one had ever used it against hardening of the arteries before. Okay. And so this exosome that's behind you, uh, what exactly is that? It's kind of a word you hear and remember from science class way back in the day, but 
kind of glossed <laughs> over. Uh, so what exactly is it and where are they in the body? Well, it's funny, eh? Uh, you know, these has such a massive influence on both our health and our uh, disease. Uh, and yet, try and look on the internet for a simple explanation. In fact, when you see simple explanation for exosomes, uh, your eyes glaze over because the science uh, gets so complicated. So what you see here in back of me is an artist's uh, rendition of a, a, an exosome. Now keep in mind, uh, this thing is a hundred times smaller than a cell and it's manufactured uh, by cells. So we're talking real small here, not real big like you're seeing uh, behind me. Now. It's basically a blob of fat that is encased in a double membrane. And you can see here these two, uh, these two membranes. Inside that blob of fat is these proteins, that are these squiggly little things that are, are, are behind me. Every single exosome has hundreds of proteins in it. And these proteins are programmed by cells to do specific things. Just like a FedEx package or a post office package has a barcode on it to deliver it to a specific destination, this is exactly what these exosomes are programmed to do. And just like the post office, packages often get lost. So in this case, the cells make a whole bunch of them to make sure that at least a significant number get through to their destination to deliver their messages. So basically, blob of fat surrounded by two membranes, inside it, a little software program full of proteins. Okay. And they, so you're saying they're kind of discovering new applications, I guess, for these things, because sometimes they work in a good way and sometimes in a bad way. Yes. Uh, to be absolutely clear, uh, we depend on exosomes uh, for life. Uh, they govern almost every living process uh, in our body. Uh, this program, uh, for example, um, builds your bone. And so these exosomes are actually the calcification that they're doing in a bad way in uh, your arteries, they're doing in a good way to build your bone. They are the fundamental uh, trigger for the bone building uh, process. It's the same with infection. Uh, when immune cells uh, sense a, uh, an invader, they actually send out these exosomes uh, to do their advanced uh, work for them by attacking the invader and invading it because these exosomes are not recognized as foreign. Uh, so they're able to get into the infection and uh, make way for the immune cells to actually attack it. So you can see very clearly that these, uh, these exosomes are very good for us. And before I forget, so all the scientists in the crowd won't jump on me, exosomes is sort of a blanket word. There's actually 10 or 20 different terms for these, everything from extracellular vesicles to matrix vesicles. But here we're just using the term exosomes for, for convenience. Okay. And so what's kind of the next step in this process? Because it sounds, you know, almost not, I don't want to say too good to be true, but it just sounds so promising uh, to when you're talking about reversing heart disease, obviously that catches a lot of people's attention. How is this going to become more widespread? It still has to go through some more trials. Well, that's the interesting thing. The first concrete application of exosomes was in 1986 in Cuba. During when, when the communists were running Cuba, uh, they developed 
a vaccine to stop an epidemic of meningitis that was killing millions of children worldwide and was sickening and killing hundreds of thousands of children in Cuba in the 1980s, and not just in Cuba, but all around the world. These scientists in Cuba were so far ahead of their time that they were able to pick the protein off of the exosomes that actually causes the disease, that sparks the disease. They took that, uh, that this, this protein that actually ca also causes the immune response, and that's what they used to develop the vaccine. And in fact, the vaccine is called the outer membrane vesicle vaccine. And right at the height of the embargo of Cuba, an American company was given special dispensation from the US government to license this communist technology in order to save millions of lives around the world. And today, the OMV vaccine is being used against, uh, uh, excuse me, against bacterial meningitis all around the world and has virtually wiped out the disease and has saved millions of children from getting sick and dying. Now imagine, that was in 1986. That's how far ahead of their time the Cuban medical researchers were. And by the way, I'd like to add, this was led by women. And women uh, like Elena Ikoa and Catherine Shanahan, for example, at King's College in London, are really leading up in this field, in a heart disease field, for example, that is normally you know, dominated uh, by men. So women rule. Uh, with exosomes and, and good on them. So you can see, answering your question, that this is already happening. This is already in the marketplace. It's already well proven. Uh, we just now have to identify the different kinds of exosomes that exist, and there are hundreds of different uh, types. And this is the real trick, uh, is getting the science together to be able to separate and identify which exosome does uh, which thing. And that's what these clinical trials are all about right now. Uh, the second answer to your question is, well, the, there are at least 300 clinical trials that are using or targeting uh, exosomes. So we can expect to see some of these in the clinic uh, very, very soon. It's so fascinating, all the, the potential applications for that. Um, who exactly, obviously, takes money for these trials? Who exactly is investing in this? Is the U.S.? On top of this, kind of leading the way, I know you mentioned uh, in England too. The U.S. is right on top of it. Uh, they are really uh, leaders in this field. There's uh, there's a lot of, uh, of of U.S. investors. In fact, there was an article published uh, last year saying, uh, "Has Europe missed out on the great exosome investment boom? Haven't you heard of it?" <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, U.S. investors are are really leading the way, and not just in one field. Uh, but uh, across a number of fields, especially, for example, in oncology and in, uh, uh, in kidney disease. Okay. And this is obviously kind of a very specialized thing that we're talking about here, too. How, did, how are you so involved in this? This is part of your upcoming book, right? Well, you know, it's strange how I came across this was when I wrote uh, one of my earlier books, which is called The Calcium Bomb, which oddly enough is about calcification uh, in, in the arteries. Um, I was lucky enough to uh, run across uh, uh, the late Harrison Anderson, 
who is the co-discoverer uh, of these exosomes. In his case, these were known as matrix vesicles. These are the vesicles that create bone and that also create uh, calcification. And I co-published a scientific paper with him. And I was fortunate enough to be able to interview him for a feature film on uh, calcification. And that was 20 years ago. And I've been uh, researching them and writing uh, about them ever since. And yes, you're correct. Uh, my upcoming book, uh, which is the, uh, the Nature of Longevity, uh, delves very deeply in one chapter into these, uh, these exosomes and, and how they came to be and their functions actually at the very beginnings of, uh, of life on Earth. So that website is www.calcify.com and uh, you can get a lot of information there. Okay. And just before we go, just give us the bottom line here on exosomes. Why, again, this is so important, so promising in your eyes? Well, the bottom line is that several uh, uh, therapies that we've talked about in our previous interviews that your viewer can look at, uh, for example, with um, Dr. Hervasio Lamas at uh, Mount Sinai Medical Center uh, in Miami, as well as uh, the uh, nutraceutical uh, Nanobac TX, uh, which is uh, sold over the counter by uh, Nano uh, Biotech Pharma. Uh, both of those are actually having uh, unintended uh, positive effects on the exosomes that uh, participate uh, in heart disease. And no one knew that until Catherine Shanahan's group um, at King's College discovered that the enzyme that actually kickstarts some of this calcification is affected by the very substance that those therapies are using. They didn't know it at the time, but now they do. So both through intended effects, like they're, they're aiming at at Harvard and unintended effects, like Nanobac TX and the uh, Mount Sinai approach are using, are having very positive approach uh, effects on, on heart disease. So the bottom line is patients are already getting better and there's tremendous promise coming down the pipe. Well, that is exciting. I certainly appreciate the science lesson as always. And as you mentioned, folks can go back and, and watch our previous segments uh, posted on my Facebook page too, for example, and also check out calcify.com. Douglas Milhall, thank you as always, environmental health expert with the book coming out. Uh, good luck, appreciate it. Thank you for having me.